Hello, everybody, and we are here. It's time to do something very plus ultra this episode because we are talking about My Hero Academia. So welcome to episode one, everybody, of our podcast, Sibling Rivalry, an anime podcast. And uh, we are here to talk about My Hero Academia today. This is a spot that holds very dear in both of our hearts. And there are a lot of reasons why, but it's also really easy to get attached. (laughs) I mean, I got a lot of backlash from friends who would listen to the podcast when I had mentioned that My Hero Academia is one of my favorites. Even possibly my favorite. But, um, I got a lot of backlash on it because people claim it to be overrated, and in a way, it is. Yes. But, um, it's not completely as overrated as everybody makes it seem. And this is my podcast and my life, and I can like whichever anime I like. So, (laughs) if you don't like the pod, I mean, if you don't like the anime. You don't have to watch I mean, yeah, you can let me know about it, but don't backlash me for liking it. Like, you know, this is one of my favorites, like... (laughs) I literally have a Fumikage Tokoyami mask sitting in my bedroom right now on top of my dresser as Victoria is sitting here next to me holding a cat in her lap. Um, it took us about like 10 minutes to come up with the intro for this video too. <laughs> and, now, and now I just start droning on. Yeah. And it was thanks to Victoria that I actually had the intro for that. I mean, I was like, what do we do? And then I, like, scrolled through some ideas, and I was like, no, this doesn't feel right. And I'm like, well, it's also been months. Like, it's almost been two months since we've actually watched an episode of My Hero Academia. Yeah, actually. It's almost been, like, a month and a half. Because I refuse to keep watching it with Dad, because Hulu's only dubbed the first half of season four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you don't want um, to go on the website. <laughs> so I should say this now. We are going to be doing our best not to spoil anything out of the manga. Mm-hmm. If those of you are people who don't like manga spoilers, like Victoria. I, I love manga spoilers. I, um, I just like to see what's going on currently. I get so mad because uh, spoil it. We don't me. want to spoil too much of what is actually going on in the anime. And that's kind of how we want to do these. And also I'm going to remove the right ear from my from my headset um victoria and i are actually sitting on two uh, we we switched spots this time just because this is where i was sitting when she came into the room and we knew that we were doing this today and this has been almost a three and a half minute intro (laughs) yeah so um basic things we're going to talk about today are characters and plot points basically and what my hero academia means to us Okay. Um, and we're going to start with that last one there. So My Hero Academia to me was really the anime that got me back into anime. Um, Victoria had been raving about it for, I think, uh, I two think, months before yeah. I watched it. Like, two months before I had watched it for the first time. I she had been my just, friend watch it before. She had just been absolutely raving about it, and I was like... And I had just been criticizing her for watching anime for, like, the longest time before I, I got back walk, into it. You walked into my room, and you were like, are you seriously watching anime? I was like, yeah. And that was literally my response. And then I decided, well, let's see what My Hero Academia is about. And I started to watch it, and then I continued watching it, and watching it. And then I started watching it And watching it, 
And then Victoria had watched it about five times now, and I've watched it about four times now. I am actually to the point <coughs> where I'm tired of watching it. So, like... Not my fault. Yeah. The first three times were your fault. The second two times were my fault. Um, But, yeah, essentially I had started watching it again, and it had really reignited my liking of anime. Victoria, I want you to explain your portion of how you feel about... Um, For me, I was just... I don't know how to really explain it. I was kind of in, like, a sad time. Well, I mean, it's really... How did you find it and what it means to you? I was on... um, TikTok before, and a lot of people were talking about it on there. I don't know how I got on that side. Just there. And I was like, <laughs> this seems interesting. I want to watch it. So, you know, I just searched it up, and I found it on... I, like, did a lot of research. I was, like, constantly looking at different websites because I'm broke, and... Um, broke. I love how I just turned my face... And all I hear is whining, and that's because my dog is staring at me from the other side of the baby gate because I closed him in the other room. Not because he would disturb the podcast, because his feet are covered in dirt. <laughs> and I don't feel like cleaning the couches because my dad will kill me. Um, and if you're really bad, then he's on the other side of the gate. Because it's not really his problem. It's the really big dog in the house's problem. <laughs> like, if Victoria were to see Apollo right now, his feet are almost black. Mm-hmm. This is a dog with white paws. Like, mm-hmm. her dog managed to get past me and get into this room <laughs> and is sleeping dog. on the couch right now. Uh, um, well, I'm just explaining. I'm just explaining, okay? It's it's nothing, okay? If you hear background noises, it's because of the dog. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot to do with the dog. Yeah. Um, he walked away, though. But, uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, to get into it, we're going to go characters, and then plot points, end of the episode, and that's where we're going with it. Yeah. All right, and we'll be right back with that. And, okay, so I'm going to, uh, now that we're back, I'll start us off, we're going to talk about characters now, take a break, talk about plot points, take a break, end the episode. Yeah. Um, so this might actually range out to 40, 45 minutes. Um, to clarify who we clarified as main characters, characters who move plot line, who are present through most, if not all, of the seasons. Yeah. So, certain pro heroes and teachers, main character, main antagonist, Class 1A. Mm-hmm. Those are your real, like, main characters. Now, all of Class 1A... Isn't necessarily main characters, and we didn't but really put all of them in there. We put most of them in there, and they are ones that are commonly seen, commonly make comments, are hated by the fan base, are <laughs> loved by the fan base, and are just naturally there throughout the story. Yep. There were certain ones that we left out on purpose. Yeah, because they—they're just one they don't talk. They don't move the storyline. They're just They really don't help production throughout the series until later arcs in the manga, which we are not going to talk about because this is to get people to start watching the anime and get into the manga over us explaining the manga and the anime. So um, to start out, you have your main character, 
your main antagonist, or not antagonist, your main protagonist, <laughs> Izuku Midoriya. Um, this is a kid. He starts out quirkless. He gets his quirk from a certain character that we will talk about later. Um, he's a nervous, honest, and cheerful kid, despite the fact that he was quirkless originally. And he continued to hold on to his lifelong dream of being a hero, even though he knew that it was going to be insanely hard to do without having a quirk. Mm -hmm. The quirk that he eventually possesses holds a very close, tight part with the storyline. And this is one of those parts where we're kind of like teetering the point of spoiling. But also, we're not going to completely spoil it. No. Um, his quirk is called One for All. Victoria writes on the notes, All for One. And I'll explain to you what that is later. But um, it's a quirk that is essentially a stockpile power quirk that is passed on from generation to generation. Now, I use the word stockpile and power because each time it's passed on, the quirk gets stronger. And essentially, Midoriya can use from 1% of his power to 1 million percent of his power. Essentially breaking his bones every time yeah. he does it. Um... I mean, not just that, but, like, yeah, when he uses it recklessly, he does end up with very severe injuries, and, uh, especially on his arms. But, I mean, he does what he can with it, and he trains to become better than everybody else. He's really, he's that kid that you have in class that, like, you've known throughout all of middle school was extremely stupid and, like, got Fs on all of his <laughs> tests and stuff. Like, Azuka wasn't stupid. He just had no quirk. Yeah. But, like, and then when all of a sudden they hit high school, they work harder than everybody else in studying that, and all of a sudden they're, like, the smartest kid in class. Like, he's that kid. That's that's essentially what he is. Um. But, yeah, Azuku being the main character makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. As the fact that he is technically a chosen, I don't know, I can't think of what the word is. Chosen successor. Successor. Yeah, he's the chosen successor for this other character we will talk about later. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, that's your main protagonist. Right? And now we're going to pass the note sheet back and forth. Alright, so mine is the main antagonist, Tomura Shigaraki. Um, he is actually the leader of the League of Villains. Um, who will, okay, so we'll, we're bringing we'll, that up already. We'll talk about We're already them. bringing up the LOV. Thanks, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> so much for not spoiling things. <laughs> well, there's obviously going to be villains in a hero anime. Well, yes. Well, there's, there's but a some. League of Villains? What? Um, <laughs> basically, he's disgusted with how the society is with heroes. Um, when he was younger, he did, like, he was a bright and happy person who did love heroes. Although his father did not like them. Uh, he, he, did, he feared his father, too. He also... Got punished by him. Um, would we call it punishment? Or was it abuse, Victoria? Abuse. It was very much abuse. <laughs> it was very abusive. Um, 
whenever Tomura got <coughs> up, heroes around him. So, but Shigaraki does hold, not hold any hatred towards his family at all. Which is really weird. Yeah, it is, honestly. Um, his quirk is called DK, which allows him to turn any solid object that's within his reach to dust, and it requires all finger, all five of his fingers for it to work to its full effectiveness. And that's really... I don't really know how to explain that. It's really that weird that Shigaraki hate, has been trained to hate heroes, but really it was his family that made his life just completely it was terrible. Honestly, mostly his father. Because, like. And yet his when, father abused his mother, yeah. too, didn't she? Like, I don't remember. But there is something interesting about Shigaraki that Victoria and I will talk amongst ourselves later, but we won't on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That I need to explain to her later because it. It underlies someone on a manga spoiler, but not bad enough to spoil the story. Yeah. But, um, anyway, okay. So we move on to the next character, and it is Shigaraki's mentor. The kind of, yeah, the overarching antagonist is a good way to put it, actually, Victoria. I actually like that in the notes. He's kind of the guy controlling everything from the background, but isn't considered the main antagonist because... He's not there constantly, but he is still one of the biggest parts of the story. I mean, he's a manipulative and sinister individual. I'm not going to use that word right there because mm-hmm. I just don't really read yeah. it off as that. Because all um, the other character that we're going to be talking about after this knows a lot about him. Yeah. But um, I mean, he doesn't believe in justice or morality. And, I mean, like, manipulative is, as far as he goes, everything to him is like a pawn. Yeah. Like, he's, like, playing a giant game of chess, and it's all, like, a giant game for him. Like, like he's not, like, he doesn't act like people are people. And his quirk, this one is the <laughs> quirk called All for One. Not I know, I know. The last okay? one. It was an accident. And this allows him to steal people's quirks and renders them for his own. He gets to choose specific quirks that he wants to take. And he can also, Victoria didn't put this on here, he can give quirks to other people. And he can also force activate quirks. Oh, yeah. And those are really big parts, like, of his whole game right there. Is him and his stealing, giving, and force activating quirks. And he creates these creatures that are called Nomus. They're essentially really strong brainless monsters yeah. that don't essentially know what they're doing, but just take every command that he wants. Alright, and our next character is the character that I have been hinting to this whole time. Okay, our next... Because he is here! Our next All Might! Is All Might, or <laughs> also known as Toshinori Yagi. I probably just butchered that name. No, yeah, no, Toshinori um, is right. No, it was his other one, the Yagi part. No, Yagi is right, right too. Cool. You hear, um, you hear, you hear. Uh, this is another character that we don't have written down here, but you hear Gran Torino yeah. talking about his name. Um, all the so time. he's actually Japan's highest ranking hero. So he's the number one hero in there. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm reading this. Hold on, I am. Like, is this your first time reading your own notes? Yeah. Were you just kind of mindlessly taking notes this whole time? Yeah. You know what? What if we just look at the name and we explain them in our own words? I don't know how to explain it in my own words, man. It's so hard. Like, anyway, so 
I don't know. I'm probably not. I don't know if I should bring that up. What? I, I can't bring that up. But... Um, um, um. Hold on. Dear God, Victoria. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I can't bring that up. Um, no. Why <laughs> <laughs> then? I go, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> that, that is a big spoiler that isn't mentioned until, like, what, season three? Maybe. Or it was season two. I can't remember. No, it was not season no, two. That yeah. was That was season three. No, that it was, was right season before... one. No. No, he does not bring that up, No, because he told Deku that in, like, the first few But episodes. he doesn't fully explain it until season three. So, um, I love how we talk... We have to talk in code while we're explaining this. I mean, we're, like, ten minutes into explaining characters, so we need to start speeding up the character explaining process. So, basically... Uh, while he is in his hero form, which is, like, his big buff... You mean his muscle form. Yeah, his muscle form. Um, All Might embodies the idol image of a comic book superhero. So he's, like, charismatic, courageous, Um, selfless. Little fun fact about that, actually. All Might is very much inspired by American superheroes. Yeah. Because the writer of My Hero Academia, Horikoshi, is actually a huge comic book fan American comic books like not mangas no he's a huge American comic book fan and he loves heroes like his favorite hero is actually Spider-Man fun oh. fact um something that I had learned the other day but essentially he had based All Might to be the classic look of an American comic book hero yep so like um but in his true form which is his skinny form uh Toshinori becomes a more serious and focused person. His quirk. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say his personality changes. I would no, say that. It do- like, I would say that he just. He, just he becomes more different. realistic yeah, of what he can do. Exactly. It's not that his personality changes. Um, his quirk is. He's more called... depressed. <laughs> his quirk is also called one for all. Which uh, fun fact? That's the hint back to Deku that we yeah. were talking about. Or, I guess, Midoriya. I hadn't referred Deku to him until, as Deku until now. Yeah. Um, Deku is Midoriya's hero name, uh, essentially. I mean, Essentially, you know And that. it's kind of funny because it means weak or useless. Useless. So, useless um, that's a that's a, it, that's a fun fact there. Give advice. But, I mean, one. yeah, essentially, All Might is to Midoriya, like, All for One is to, to Shigaraki. Shigaraki. And the fact that All Might is really just Midoriya's mentor. Yeah. Um... Now it doesn't matter in which order we do the characters, so yeah, we can do anybody. Um, okay, the next character we have is the pro hero and teacher for class one A, Shoda Aizawa. Yeah, he's a very serious, <laughs> not fun to be around character that loves to sleep in his sleeping bag in the middle of class while his students talk. Um, still one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, his over-serious attitude can sometimes actually be kind of funny, <laughs> especially when compared with a character that is not very funny that shows up in season three. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, essentially his quirk is called Erasure. As long as he is staring at his opponents without blinking, he cannot blink while he does this, Yeah. he completely erases their quirk. Now, this is completely useless on people who have mutation quirks. 
Yeah, like frothy. Um, that cool essentially change their body. That's yeah. what a mutation quirk does. It changes their body permanently. It's not something that they can like change on command. Mm-hmm. But it works on emitter and transformation quirks. Which is kind of funny that I know the three different quirks. But I mean, his quirk is overly, like, extremely useful. And I told Victoria that I was going to maybe spoil some stuff from Vigilantes, which is a side comic. But I'm deciding that it's better that I don't. And then I just suggest that you go and read Vigilantes, because that is my job right now. Is to just suggest that you read or watch these shows. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Aizawa plays probably... Honestly, I'd say that he actually plays a bigger part in the series than All Might does. In terms of how much he is there. Like, he is constantly there throughout everything. And how much he just does for the students versus All Might, who really only works at Midoriya. And on occasion, another character that we talk about later. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Um, but, I mean... Yeah, Aizawa is probably my favorite character, despite, like, how serious he is. I just realized I never highlighted the next person's name. Oh, well. And that's kind of funny, because it's one of my people. <laughs> like I said, it doesn't matter what order we go in now, Tori, so... Um, so, next person I have is Shoto Todoroki. He is actually... My name is not Five Weenies. I am Shoto Todoroki from UA High. And I am a TikTok meme. Um, <laughs> uh, so he is the tritagonist in which, the anime. Uh, what logo, is a tritagonist? Which a tritagonist is the third person in importance. So like. So essentially, it goes protagonist, antagonist, tritagonist, maybe quadtagonist. Also, <laughs> no, there's um the try and say that. Deuteragonist. Yeah, that's the person second in, in importance. Deuteragonist? Really? Yeah. I mean, I would consider... Well, okay. In terms of the protagonist side. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, he... So, basically, Todoroki is kind of, like... I don't know. He doesn't... Like, remember, he's Troy, not good we're, at, we're almost 20 minutes into just at, explaining like, characters. He's not communicating with some people. He is a serious but well-meaning student, and he is also enrolled by recommendation. And that he is, is a very important part, because um, that is very important later in the series. Um, Todoroki is also the son of the... Pro-hero. Pro-hero Endeavor. Abusive father man. (laughs) Yeah, who, um, honestly, a lot of people don't like. I don't like him. I don't like him either. Um, his quirk is actually half cold, half hot. This essentially allows him to control over, um, fire and ice. If Shoto overuses either fire or ice, then he will suffer either frostbite or heat stroke. You know what's actually kind of funny about this? The fact that, like I just mentioned, Horikoshi's a big fan of yeah. American comics. I'm betting that the inspiration of Todoroki was actually based on Fantastic Four characters, Iceman and Human Torch. Mm-hmm. And he's essentially a um, mix of those two characters, just with drawbacks. Yeah. Meaning that, like, if he overuses his power, he this means like he has to regulate the temperature between the two. Yeah, which is something yeah. he struggles with at the beginning of the story. Um, yeah. Oh yes, everybody's favorite hothead. It's Katsuki Bakugo, Pomeranian. the Deuteragonist, like Victoria and I were just talking about. Yeah, he's a very short-tempered, ignorant, 
Uh, hot-headed, explosion-filled guy. Um, He's Boom Boom Boy. Yeah, essentially. Uh, I mean, he feels like a hero should never stop fighting. He continuously fights, including with his own classmates who are awesome to be working with heroes. Yeah. And all that. His quirk is called Explosion. Essentially, he sweats nitroglycerin, and with that, he it allows him to create explosions from his hands on command. And on his hero costume, he has this gauntlet that he stores his sweat in, that when he pulls a pin like a grenade, it shoots an overly large explosion that actually eliminates the drawback of his quirk, mm-hmm. which the drawback of his quirk causes his muscles to tighten because he is using up so much of his sweat. And the more that he fights, the more he sweats, which means the bigger the explosions will get. Yeah, essentially that is it for Bakugo. He really... Oh, yeah, I mean, fun fact. Uh, very first episode, he tells Midori to swan dive off a building. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand why he's Victoria is, like, one of her favorite characters. I love him. But, I mean, yeah, the- he's really... He's the... He's the Classic example of the class bully who hates the kid that was stupid in junior high, who all of a sudden becomes smart in high school. He's that bully. Okay, so but like, you don't, you don't understand why I like him. I like him because of the character development throughout the story. Oh, he gets even more development in the manga that you don't even know about, Victoria. Okay, my next person is Himiko Toga. Who oh is... yes, so back to the villains. Yes, she is a major antagonist. Um, another member of the League, um, and a member of something else, which I am not gonna say. Yeah, because that doesn't, that would have been a manga spoiler, Victoria. You Um, were very close to doing that, and that is very shocking. Um, she is, Toga's actually a very cheerful girl to the point of smiling even after presumably, I cannot say that word, presumably. (laughs) Presumably? Yes. Um, killed someone after she did that. Um, oh, yeah, there's something else we should talk about at the yeah. end of Toga. So. so, in the past, Himiko was noted by her family and former classmates to be a cheerful, reasonable, and well-mannered girl. Um, her quirk is transform. This will grant Toga the ability to transform into a physical lookalike of another individual, as well as copy their voices. The more blood Himiko drinks the longer she has access to that person's form. She can also switch between appearances if she drinks more than one person's blood. So that's ultimately what I have. Um, also, in terms of Toga, I'm not going to say the character that says this, but later in, I want to say it's like, or beginning of like season four, mm-hmm. there's a certain character that talks about a student that believed in Stain's morals that it actually left the school. Yeah. In terms of like that, because they felt like they were being pushed too hard on terms like that. This is commonly believed to be Toga. <clears throat> but you're not for sure, so it's still technically but a theory. But it's not for sure, but it is definitely a theory, and it is my belief. Yeah. Alright, the final villain that we will be talking about in actually all of this, if I'm correct. Yeah, out of the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, the final villain overall is twice... Um, yeah, he's, he's your classic example of a stereotypical split personality. 
like an identity problem. Like he has a major identity crisis with himself for reasons explained in the anime, but um, and in the manga. Yeah. But it's just, oh my goodness, he is fighting back and forth with himself constantly. Like it's not like it's like it's not like it's every once in a while. No, it's like every five seconds he contradicts himself with another personality. Like he'll say one thing and then like then then like a few seconds after he'll say the complete opposite of what he just said. Anyway, his quirk is called double. It's the ability to create an exact duplicate of anything, living or not. Um but essentially his quirk is more useful later in the manga versus the anime. Yeah. And, um, I mean, there's not much more to say about Twice. He's your stereotypical personality crisis character. But, I mean, he's fun to watch. Okay, so now we are in to Class 1A. My first person is... Woo, side characters. <laughs> my first person is Momo Yayurozu, who is... The vice president of Class 1A, we will talk about the actual class rep uh, later on. Um, so she also got in through recommendations. That Her recommendation is not as important no, as Todoroki's. I will point that out right now. Um, I swear I put Mama. Anyway. Mama Yairozu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet you... I bet you a character that we'll talk about later would love that. Yeah. So, she's a very prudent and dedicated person. Not the one you think person. I'm talking about, Tori. And she she is, acts like a natural leader. Her quirk is creation, which will ultimately, which ultimately allows her to create any non-living material or object. Only if she knows what it's made out of, though. Um... If she creates too much without replacing any calories, she can become weak and possibly anemic. Oh yeah, you didn't you didn't explain the point. She uses lipids in yeah her body to so make like these, so that explains why she things. has to constantly eat. Yeah. Um. Oh yes, my favorite <coughs> character, Fumikage Tokuyami. I just mentioned earlier that I have a mask sitting in my room, a Fumikage, and. Oh my god, it cost me like 20 bucks, but it is an actually good mask, and I can actually wear my glasses under it. This is a plus. Okay, so, <laughs> me drones on about something completely useless. Um, Fumikage, a very serious character, um, but he is easily one of the strongest members of Class 1A. Like, mm-hmm. Honestly, if it weren't for the drawbacks of his quirk, he would be the strongest. Mm-hmm. His quirk is called Dark Shadow. It is the Mitter quirk. This I know. Um, it allows him to manifest a sentient shadow monster from his body. A lot of people believe that this is really like a demon manifesting out of his body, but it, it's really just, I think it's a part of his mind that he doesn't use. Yeah. Because it seems like it's a part of his personality. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Dark Shadow is a, <laughs> he's a funny character. And he really is just kind of the comic relief portion of Tokoyami. Uh, Tokoyami's quirk drawbacks for Dark Shadow are that if it is too bright, his Dark Shadow becomes way too weak to fight and is essentially just a defensive shield. But if it's too dark, it becomes way too strong and out of control to a point where he cannot use it anymore. 
Tokoyami holds such a good place in my heart. <laughs> well, okay. So, um, like I said, we gotta make these snappy. So, I'm aiming for a minute and a half between so each character. I have Mina Ashido. She is enthusiastic, cheery, and a friendly girl. Uh, she is also often free-spirited and very skilled at dancing. You know, I love how you're just taking what you found on the wiki. I know. I'm explaining I, everything I in my own it. words. Victoria's, like, plagiarizing right now. Creds to wiki. Plagiarizing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Craig Krenz from the My Hero Academia wiki. Yeah. That I'm true. sitting here, Victoria, I'm, like, speaking out of my own words. Like, I'm rarely have, picking like... up the notes except to talk about the quirk. And Victoria's sitting here, like, just her face is glued to the notes right now. Um, I'm not good at explaining people. <laughs> okay, continue. Anyway, so her quirk is acid, which allows her to generate acid from her body. Um, I didn't really find anything about, like, a limit if she goes over it or whatever, so. Yeah, it's not explained whether, I mean, what her quirk's drawback is. Yeah, it does Which is kind of really interesting, because, okay, it could be a mutation quirk. Yeah. Which, mutation quirks don't have drawbacks. Let me point that out right now. She's also pink. Like, if you have a mutation quirk, it's not a drawback. It, essentially, yeah. you can use it with free will without having yeah. to worry about any sort of limitations. And there are characters, and I believe that Mina probably has a mutation quirk, which is why her body changes, or has changed to be this pink alien-looking thing. Because maybe that is literally a part of her quirk. Like That would explain why she has no drawbacks. Or, yeah. Yeah. And actually, I think she's the first mutation quirk that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. All right, um... Hmm, everybody's least favorite character. Angry Face. An angry Face written by Victoria. Minoru Mineta. Yeah. Mineta is, again, I'm just going to compare yeah. this to classic high school. Yeah. Is the kid that's always trying to get into the girls' locker room <laughs> during PE. Like, he's not, he's not this, like, normal kid that's focusing on school. Nope. He's also, like, Everything to him has to be perverted and... But it's really odd because he is surprisingly intelligent. Like, yeah. he's a smart kid that doesn't bite his time well. Um, but he is very scared under a lot of pressure. Especially during, like, big fights that he has to do. Yeah. Like, he's terrible about that. Mm -hmm. Like, his quirk is called pos Pop Off. It allows him to... Pass off? Um yeah. Pop pimples. But, um, no, pop-off allows him to use a set of adhesive spheres on the top of his head that stick to nearly anything, depending on what he does, from nothing to I, I think he said, like, taking depending. a poop. <laughs> I think he depends on, like, depending on how he feels that day. Well, he had also mentioned in a certain episode that yeah. he had taken a poop, which makes his spheres extremely sticky. Ew. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> and That's cute. I mean, but yeah, it essentially and oh, a good thing to mention is the fact that he does not stick to those. Yeah. Uh, when he uses his quirk too much, it causes him to bleed terribly from the top of his head, and no good for him. <laughs> That's, that's not a good thing for him because he's just constantly bleeding. And essentially, I assume that those are. I assume that the spheres are kind of his hair. Yeah, it is, basically. But. It. Like. 
If you're bleeding that much, that means that you're doing some like permanent damage to your scalp. That's no good. <laughs> and, and no, no bueno for Mineta there. Um, I have Ichiro Kirishima. Another one of Victoria's favorites. I love him. Which I was kind of surprised that she had me do Bakugo. It's because I wanted to do Todoroki. <laughs> um, so when you meet Kirishima, he'll use like the words manly and not manly a lot. <laughs> That's like, understatement. To describe everything. Also, he eats more than a fat man at a donut shop. Yeah. Um, he's pretty outgoing and he does have like a determined attitude. You know, he's he's one of those characters that still believes that chivalry exists, so. Yes, he is. Um, and he's actually like can easily make friends with his like he's respectful and encouraging. Uh, his quirk is hardening, which allows him to harden and sharpen any or all parts of his body. Um, there is a limit, though, which causes the hardening itself to slowly dissipate, so, like, it'll just, like, slowly Well, stop. it's, it's, he's using up all this strength. Like, it can get yeah. tiring. Like, and he gets really exhausted. Like, I read up where it says, like, he gets extremely, like, I don't know, something where it starts to hurt more because he's trying all his best to keep it at the hardening. All right, yeah. on to the very peppy girl of Class 1A. And Miss has a crush on the main protagonist, because there's always got to be a character that has a crush on the main protagonist, Ochako Uraraka. Um, yeah, she's the most laid-back girl out of her class, it's true, uh, but she's also the most peppy girl out of her class. Uh, and, I mean, really, besides the fact that she has a crush on Deku, there isn't too much I can talk about her. But uh, her quirk is called Zero Gravity, hence her hero name being Urabity. I kind of like that. I like saying that. Um, It gives her the power to float solid targets, living or non-living, if she touches them. Yes. Victoria did not put this in the notes. Oh, I forgot. And I have to keep correcting your notes. Well, I was just saying basic (laughs) things. Like, you obviously knew to explain if she touches them. Yeah. So she has to touch them, and for her to release the Zero Gravity... She must touch her fingers together and say, release. Well, I don't think she has to say it. She just... Um, Fun fact that Victoria put in here that I didn't know about is the upper limit of her power is three tons. About three tons. If she exceeds that or if she floats herself, she gets severe nausea. Mm-hmm. But she also gets severe nausea from using her power just too much yeah, in general. Yeah, that's what I also meant. Um, Denki... Kaminari. Again, another one of Victoria's favorites. I will, like, die for him. Um, so... It's because you simp for him. Not wrong. (laughs) Um, anyway, so he's not extremely smart. He needs a lot of help when it comes to studying because he has, like, no interest in focusing on that. He's pretty friendly and social. Yeah. But he does, he does hang around Mineta a lot. Well, that's because he kind of has some of the same thought ways. Yeah, he has some of the same thoughts. But he's a, he's a little more, he kind of holds himself a little more. Yeah, he, he has standards. standards. He has standards. Yeah. Um, this is the this is the class idiot. Like, this is the mm-hmm. very classic example of the class like, clown idiot. He, he is, flirt, like we said, he's flirtatious towards the girls okay. of his class. And even ones from other classes. 
Um, his quirk is electrification, uh-huh. which allows him to generate electricity and cover his body in it. Exceeding his wattage limit causes his brain to short circuit for an one hour. And while he's doing that, when you ultimately see it, he'll like be holding up two thumbs, which I read, I searched it up, what it would, what it means. It just means that like, he's basically telling everyone that he's okay. Don't worry about him. Yeah. He'll have like that dumb face on, making that noise, <laughs> walking around like a babbling idiot for an hour. Oh, okay. So, um, this is actually one of the lower-tier side characters that I was almost considering cutting out. Yeah. But Meizo Soji, uh, he plays big roles later in the anime. Yeah. Like, more along the lines of late season two throughout the rest of the anime there. But, like, during that first season, you will hardly see Soji, like, or Shoji fighting on his, like, doing anything, really. Um... He's actually very kind. He's probably the nicest, most thought-out character. Despite his looks. Class 1A, despite the fact that he looks like a monster. Um, His quirk is called Duplar Arms. Again, this is another one of those mutation quirks that Aizawa would not have been able to stop earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. Essentially, this allows him to have a set of tentacles, quote-unquote. It's more like arms attached together. But, uh, where he can transform the tips to any other body part. Mm-hmm. So, more commonly, he is kind of a spying sort of hero. Used commonly, would be used commonly for rescue missions. But, uh, he can definitely fight and defend. Like, mm-hmm. he's not helpless. But, I mean, and, again, it's a mutation quirk. No drawbacks to it. Like, and even when he gets... One of those extended body parts cut off, it can grow back. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that he doesn't feel pain, but he can grow back. Um, so, see you, Asui. Um, so, she's really straightforward. She's kind of like, I think she'd be more like the mom of a friend group. <laughs> we talk about band mom. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um... <laughs> Uh, she does prefer to be called Sue instead of just I'm Sue you. I'm calling you to call me Phil. Yeah, she'll constantly remind people she told him them to call Well, one person Sue. in particular. Yeah, one person in particular. <laughs> her, her quirk is frog, which basically allows her to do anything a frog can do. Uh, there is a, actually, there is a drawback to this one. When exposed to, like, colder temperatures for too long, she can go into, like, hibernation and it's unable to normally Well, that, that has to do with her quirk being mutation. Yeah. Like, this is one of those examples of a mutation quirk actually having a drawback. And yeah. that's because well, that's she because does everything she's... a frog does. So, yeah. so like... Frogs don't like cold which weather. Which even means, like, she can hold things in her stomach and Blech. puke it back up. Regurgitate. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Here's another one of my favorite <laughs> characters. Tenya Ida. I can't remember what the words were, but I remember the arm movement. You fiend of a child. You fiend of a child. Um, yeah, that is a very important saying to us, <laughs> uh, especially since it was introduced in season two. Um, yeah, he's very strict, but I mean, he's a nice dude. He's easily the second smartest student in class one A, next to Yairozu. Um, he's 
a part of the main friend group yeah. of Midoriya, Uraraka, and then himself. Well, the real yeah, friend, like, like the, the main, main friend group is those three. Like, I, essentially, I have a feeling that those will be the next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Victoria knows what I'm talking about, but uh, I mean, yeah, he's got that going for him. He's the class rep that Victoria was talking about earlier. His quirk is called an engine, um, and essentially he has engines attached to his calves that make him fast. Like that's interesting, Victoria. Ida fuels his engines by drinking orange juice. Yeah. Is yeah. that really what yeah. it said? Yeah. When is that explained? Uh, I don't know, man. But is this on. something that like the fan base just came up with? Maybe. He fuels his engines by drinking orange juice. No, Tori. He fuels. No, look. His- Look, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this something the Horikoshi said? I don't know, man. I don't want background on history. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe, Tori, you know how on the episodes, like, in season two, they have those player cards? Yeah. That flash up on the screen in between commercial breaks? It probably breaks. said that. It's probably on that. But, um, anyway. I thought it, I thought it was just a fun so, fact. So, fun fact about Ida is the fact that his family is a huge... Hero agency family. Like, it's a legacy for them. Anyway, it's like a huge hero legacy for them to become pro-heroes. Um, I'm kind of actually surprised that Ida wasn't a recommendation student. But, um... Other painful things is the fact that one way to extend the strength of his mufflers on his legs is that he can painfully cut them out like surgery, um, which can make them stronger, mm-hmm. or he can continue to overuse them to make them stronger. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really weird that it, that like it's it sounds extremely painful, and I bet it is for him. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, Ida, <laughs> <laughs> class rep, overly strict, hated Midoriya in the beginning. Um. So. And then final character. Our final finally, character is Kyo- after almost forty minutes by itself. Yeah, our final character is Kyoka Jiro. Um, she is honestly enthusiastic and te- and has a teasing personality, but it's mostly to like Kaminari and other people. <laughs> um, she is also pretty defensive towards like her friends and. It, she can the be, scene that flashes into my mind is like the first episode of what is it Victoria like season 3 I think so first episode of season 3 like the, the locker room scenes oh, um, <laughs> she's, she's also pretty empathetic when it comes to like other people's feelings her quirk is earphone jack where um, she has a pair of headphone jacks hanging from her earlobes Oh, hey, not that, like, crap Apple stuff. No, like, these auxiliary cords. Yeah. You know, the good stuff. That, like, literally is a part of her ears. (laughs) Um, anyway, there's, like, a part where, on, like, her shoes, where if she, like, she can, like, extend the length of the earphone jack, too. And if she plugs it into a part, she can use, like, her heartbeat. As, like, a bass, wouldn't it be called? It's, she uses it in the speakers on her yeah. shoes. Yeah. 
work as amplifiers to amplify that power. Yeah. Um, I don't, I couldn't really find a backlash for it either. Um, well, that's because it's, again, it falls into that. Oh, she's really sensitive to loud noises. That's it. But that's a mutation drawback. Jiro's is another mutation. And I mean, it's not a bad mutation if you ask me. I mean. It's it's not too bad. Like it's the drawbacks aren't bad, but like it, the drawbacks are very easily seen in season three. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's pretty much our side characters too. All right, now we're onto the plot overview. Continuing what we thought was going to be shorter than what it was. Um, turns out that our episodes are going to stretch from forty-five to an hour long. But okay, so the plot of My Hero Academia is pretty simple. We've gone over your main character, right? Your main protagonist, as Victoria dies over there. Um, essentially, the story follows Azuka Midoriya on his quest to be the number one hero. And on that quest, he faces several... <coughs> what would you call it, Victoria? Obstacles. Yeah. He faces several obstacles in the way of villains and problems at school and other things that essentially get in his way and stop him from becoming a hero. I mean, the story is pretty straightforward if you ask me. Uh, It's about a kid who essentially becomes the number one hero. And this is said in an intro. Like... This is the story of how I became... The yeah, one. this is literally, he it's... says in the intro of the anime, this is the story of how I became the number one hero. Oh my god, I'm dying. Hero. So, I mean, it is confirmed early on in the anime that Deku does become the number one hero eventually. I mean... I don't know. But just... it doesn't just no. follow Deku. No, it follows... And this is the cool thing about, like, animes and mangas and stuff. It follows the villains, too. So it really, it follows very closely to Tomura Shigaraki and his goals, along with following All Might as a side character and All for One as a side character. The plot is amazing, but many veteran watchers of anime do not like My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Understandably so. I can understand too. Like, but that doesn't make it any less of a great anime than it is. And my suggestion is try. that if you are new to anime, mm-hmm. watch it. If you watch a show like Tokyo Ghoul or Naruto or Bleach right off the bat, you're going to get lost really quickly. My Hero Academia hold your hand through at least the first two seasons, making sure that you know exactly what is going on. It is a great starting anime. And Victoria, what are you doing? I'm, like, breathing. I don't want the mic. Victoria, the mic is not picking up your breathing right, right now. Cool. But, um, essentially, it's a great starting anime for somebody who wants to try and get into it. Like, if you're a veteran watcher of anime... Try it. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. But if you're new, watch it. It is going to get you into (coughs) 
the show, I mean, into anime very easily. Now, in terms of the way of watching this, you have, what? You have, um... Crunchyroll, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Crunchyroll has it, Funimation, and Hulu. Yeah. Those are your three sources to watch it. All three have dubs and subs for almost everything. Yeah. Funimation is the only one that has um has dubs for the whole series right so now. So far. For the whole series, Funimation is the only one. Hulu has halfway through season four. I'm not sure what Crunchyroll has. But um and it is your personal preference on what you like in an anime. Do you prefer sub or do you prefer dub? Let me know on the Twitter if you I want mean, to do that. I like both. And like let us know on the Twitter which is your favorite or if you just enjoy both. I am more of a dub person. Because I like to be able to hear what they're saying without having to look up from my phone to read the screen. Like, if I have to look up every five seconds to read lines that are too fast for me to read, mm. it's like I'm just reading a book and I might as well go buy the manga. But, like, I mean, My Hero Academia is the perfect starting anime or manga. Mm-hmm. It knows exactly how to get you attached to your characters. It knows how to play with your emotions. Good ways and bad. And it knows how to hold your hand through the plot so that you don't get lost easily like you would in other more popular animes. But I mean, like I said, I mean that's essentially the plot for My Hero Academia. So, uh, wow, we actually made it to the end of the first official episode. Wow. Like, we're here, you guys. Hi, welcome to the ending. Hi. Uh, again, making more references to My Hero Academia, because we're going to be making more references to other animes as we do these throughout the intros, like I did at the very, very beginning of this one, and like I'm about to do here at the very end in the outros, but... Thank you guys, all of you that love My Hero Academia, your plus ultra. Um, and that's it. I'm Vaughn. I'm Tori. And this is us signing out for the day. Peace out. See you next week. Okay, so a uh, little side note here now that we're over. Um, tune in next week to see the next episode. Uh, we won't tell you what it is yet, but uh, I mean... I assume that some people will like it, and we may or may not be having our first special guest for an episode. So if you made it this far, you guys are amazing, and listening to the end of this. But, uh, yeah, next next episode, next Tuesday, roughly the same time, roughly, and uh, I'll speak to you guys then. Goodbye.